What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Tuck Rule Takes. This is episode 55. This is take two for us. That is Liam McDade. <laughs> I am Mike Sullivan. We have a, had a little bit of a screw up when we first did it, but guess what? We are back. We overcome obstacles just Damn like right this we team do. does. Like Ooh, I said, episode great 55. Transition. Liam, one num- there's a bunch of number 55s for the Patriots. Too one, many. I'm going to start off just kind of, I feel like maybe the most obvious one, Willie McGinnis, number 55. Yeah. Yeah. And... It's a tough decision here. Uh, I, I I'm going to keep it at a positive note. Actually, both of these guys did something pretty terrible. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to go with Brandon Spikes, Brandon one of Spikes. the meanest motherfuckers yep. to ever don a yep. Patriots uniform. It yep. was between him and the guy you're probably saying next. Uh, Brandon Spikes did drunk drive and like uh, kill somebody. I'm pretty sure, and then escaped into yeah. the woods. So he he's not the swellest human being, but goddamn, that motherfucker could lay the lumber on the on the turf. He he was a run stuffer if there ever yeah. was one. Um, and my... I think he only had like one interception that I can remember. He was just always making tackles, never I, made I plays on the ball. He, yeah, he didn't even want to get the ball. I think he, he just did. wanted to hit people. He just wanted to hurt people, clearly. Yeah, I mean, that he was never it. went for the interception, which I respect. No, no, no they, it, it was always him and Mayo. They were kind of next to each other. But um, no, I was next one, Junior Seau, number yep. 55. Yeah, yeah, it was yep. like between the dude who drunk drove and the dude who killed himself. But yeah, like, yeah, a little kind of bad. That Junior Seau, you're always pissing me off because I feel like we should have won it that year. That was like yeah. what the whole team wanted to do. But, He's one of the guys that you look yeah. back on, you're like, damn, he really deserved a championship. He should have won. Such a stud for us. It's a shame he never got it. So I'm going to follow up with a, with a fourth year. Uh, obviously Josh Uche is on the team right now. So he gets the honorable mention for being not nearly as good as any of those other three, but he's on the team now. So we'll, we'll give him the shout out. Does the name Derek Burgess mean anything to you? Oh God. I I forgot he was even on the team. Damn right. You know what team he was also on? What? Let, Let everybody know. The 2004 Eagles Super Bowl championship team, Derek Burgess, huge part being a phenomenal pass rusher for them. Just wanted to throw it out there. Guy's a stud. Yeah, yeah. He was a set, you know, lost to the Patriots in that Super Bowl, but that's fine. Yeah, Almost yeah. everybody hey, does. But by three points, uh, it was a close game. Still a loss. Still a loss. Yeah. Um, and uh, shout out for most hated Cassius Marsh, number 55. I, I was going to, I was just going to look him up to see if he was, he is one of the worst, the Awful. worst Patriots <laughs> play. Like every Between chance him and uh, Cyrus Jones are like oh two people that I was just God. like, why are you on the field? Just go away. And he, and he left. I, I, Cassius Marsh had this fucking story about how like they wouldn't let him eat, like sit down and enjoy his lunch or something. Cause everybody was going to meetings or some shit like that. I saw it's that. like, yeah, suck a dick. Yeah, sorry, dude. Like, sorry. Yeah, yeah. You can, you can go eat your cheeseburger when you're, when you're playing on the Texans or some shit, which I think he did yeah. go to the Texans. If I remember. I think he, um, I thought he went to the Seahawks. Or maybe he, came Seahawks. The Seahawks. he bounced around a bunch of, Oh no, I, th- I think he did go to the Seahawks after. Cause I remember like that Jersey with those stupid tattoos on his arm. I remember. Yeah, I, I remember how he's off. Yeah. Um, but I can guarantee you what we did not hate the Patriots finally Finally gave us something to talk good to talk about. I mean, which really it's only been one week, but that last yeah. week I, I was in a, I feel like we all were in just a funk after that game. Oh yeah. But, but the Patriots came out, took care of business on the road against a five and two jets team, 22 to 17 um, looked a little, a little sticky there at the end, but I think it was all just like the fake, the team's going to score at the end, try to get the onside kick, not going to get it, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, I have some thoughts about this game. Liam, I texted you. I want to say maybe halfway through the second quarter. And I said, maybe we just suck. <laughs> like, yeah, you were ready to throw it in. I was, I, I was already just stressed out coming into the game. Cause I was like, listen, the jets, they do have a good defense or they, at, at the very least they have a good, they have a good D line. They got sauce Gardner in the back in the, in the DB. So he is good as well. But I was like, I, this might not be as easy a game as I thought. But I didn't think that it would that it would look this shitty at first. Um, I I was frustrated, but I can I I can admit that I, everything I said was out of frustration. I'm still on on the Patriots bandwagon. Obviously, I didn't leave. Never went anywhere. Um, yep. Overall, seven I think game this win was streak a, starts now. Seven game win streak starts now. We got a whole new one. <laughs> overall, I feel I feel good about it. I don't care. 
who the team is. If it's a division game, division wins are important. They're tough. They're hard to come by, especially on the road when the Patriots were facing as much adversity as they had in house with Zappy and Mac Jones. Um, before we kind of dive into particulars here, what are your, what were your overall thoughts about this game? Just any knew, jumping off point. I knew this was going to be a victory. I guaranteed mm-hmm. it. I put a hundred dollars on it. I, we talked about if they lost this game, it was season ending. It was. Oh yeah. Yeah, had to win. Was, yep. It looked ugly. Uh, mm-hmm. I was nervous, much like you, but I knew in the end we would win. Yeah, and I, I believe it was one of those things. What I wanted to ask you about, because I remember when you said, you said that you couldn't, when we were on the podcast, that you couldn't, that the Patriots didn't deserve you to say that they would win on the podcast. Yes. You still thought they were going to win, but yes. you said that you wanted it to be a trouncing, a 40, 50 point win. Yes. You wanted to be that. Do I you did say that? Seeing how the game ended, because obviously it wasn't, it was a one score game when it all, you know, all was said and done. Did that, does that change anything for you? Did do you still think that it was, you know, it's still as good of a win as it was, or like, do you take any, anything away from the win at all? Um, so call me a biased Patriots fan. If you must, if you may, you can be that label upon me. Yep. Perhaps when they were up 12 points, what was it? Uh, 22, 10, when they were up yep. basically for like the whole second half, uh, yep. or like the end of the third and the whole fourth, Pretty much, um, yeah. It felt like an insurmountable lead to me. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's a two touchdown game. And I remember looking at the clock eight minutes in the fourth and going, the Jets could totally score two touchdowns and win this game, but they won't. And I just yeah. knew like, basically they couldn't, like I said, they could in, in an alternate universe, they could, but not in this universe. Like they're not going to do it. This yeah. was the largest 12 point gap I've ever felt in my life. Like I was so comfortable. And as the fourth quarter went on, I got more comfortable. McCordy mm-hmm. gets a pick. McCordy gets a second pick, uh, you know, and, and I knew good for him literally when he got that pick, I'm like, Mike's wet right now. Like Mike's uh, must just be absolutely tra- bouncing around the house. Flipping I, was out. Pumped. I love McCordy. I mean, he, yeah. he most, the most interceptions by any active player right now, which is a crazy stat. I saw that and I was like, really? it makes sense, but it also doesn't. Yeah. That's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, 33. it makes sense because he's hung around. But, mm-hmm. like, I bet if you asked any fan base that's not New England, like, who, who has that record, Devin McCourty would be the 100th no. person on their list. Yeah, no, he's not He's not popping up in that conversation. Yeah, no. But I, it just felt like even though they scored toward the end, like, basically in the last couple of minutes and yeah. made it a five-point game, there was no – chance that the Jets had in my eyes and this was truly a coaching game like Bill Belichick was just going to outcoach the Jets doesn't matter how the players are playing you know Mac Jones almost threw a pick six and we got lucky there but in my heart of hearts I just believed like we're going to outcoach this team the Jets are going to be the Jets Bill Belichick's five and oh since 2020 against this team for a reason like Mm -hmm. we're going to win this game and that's exactly what happened. Even when they scored that last second touchdown, kicked the onside kick, wasn't worried. You know, it's like a 4% chance of them getting an onside kick. And even if they recovered it, I'd be like, well, then Zach Wilson throws another interception. No like, timeouts. I mean, what are they going to do? Come on. Exactly. So I wasn't worried, but I truly remember looking at the clock with eight minutes left and going, this 12-point lead feels like a 20-point lead, like a 30-point lead. Like, they just can't come back from this. And I was right. It wasn't the trouncing. I would have loved to see an ass kicking in a perfect world. Matt comes out here and throws four touchdown passes mm-hmm. and three incompletions. And the whole offense looks fantastic. And the defense dominates the whole way through, but life isn't perfect. As we saw last Monday, as long as we got the win, the season continues. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'll do you one better when it was, I think it was 16 to 10. Even at that point, I was like, I don't, I don't that this is even this is even less than a one score game. And I was like, I don't yeah. see the Jets coming back. I mean, Zach Wilson for all for all his his nonsense he had in this game, still threw for 355, 20 of yeah. 41, which is horrible. Two touchdowns, three picks. I mean, that is that to me is the definition of like your fantasy quarterback game where it's like, yes, it's it's not a good game. He, he, I don't know what his fantasy numbers were. I'm sure they were decent, pretty good. He had 
over 350 yards, two touchdowns. But if you watched him play, he looked terrible. Bill Belichick, Bill, I picked Belichick to be the game, my game breaker for this game for a reason. He needed to come out and steady the ship, you know, kind of make sure everybody's fine, relax, do the whole relax, relax. He was going to coach circles around this team. And he did. The defense was doing all over the place, that causing oh, nightmares. Not, even even when they weren't, because I think the first, uh, like the first sack came, I think in like the third quarter, I believe, or maybe even the fourth quarter or something like that. Yes. But, or, or I think even technically it was the first like QB hit, but they were all over Wilson. Judon was a menace. Again, I will continue to say Judon will by the end of this year he'll be a top three Patriot signing of all time. He is just, he is a monster. I think I wrote it down. Judon is defensive player of the year. He's the best pass rusher. I truly think he has the most QB pressures at 39, I think, and the most sacks with eight and a half right now. Yeah. So if he keeps going at this pace, he's going to lead the league in both of those. And then just on the field, he has the personality too. They always want that they're, you know, the people they give the accolades to, to, you know, have some sort of person. Exactly. That's Judon. So I could see him winning the defensive player of the year. Um, I was yeah, having this was... debate with my buddy who's a Bears fan. And I was like, Judon's the best pass rusher in the league. And he was like, no, like there's so much better. Like Chandler Jones. I'm like, dude, Chandler Jones, look at his numbers. He's not doing much. And mm-hmm. I was right. And I forget who else he said. He, he tried Khalil Max, a shell of himself. Oh, he said Micah Parsons. And I was like, Micah Parsons is he's a farce is what he is. He, in yeah. the first game of each season, Michael Parsons will dominate. He'll give you two sacks, a fumble recovery. Even this past game, yeah, that was this pick, week, a fumble, yeah. everything. Yeah, he'll do crazy. And then for the rest of the season, it'll be like it'll be mids. It'll be like, eh, like mm-hmm. that was pretty good. In this past season, he had a fumble recovery for a touchdown. It was complete ridiculous. The fact that he was able to take it back for a touchdown was just spoke how bad bad the Bears are. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's just not that impactful as everyone says it's all hype people want him yep. to be the next lawrence taylor so they're like he's sick he's sick he's unbelievable he, he's the best pass rusher. no he's not he's really yep. like you're caught up in the big name because he he was you know he was good last year but yeah matthew yeah, judon is the sleeper the guy that no one pays attention to that is much better he's like um I don't know who's a, who, a quarter like Drew Brees, who just like never really got the credit, but he was always no. one of the best in the league. That's a good one. He, he, that's, that's a, that's a good comparison. The only people I would even put ahead of Judon, which I mean, I, I don't think even Patriots fans, I don't even think you can make the argument that he's better than these two. Miles Garrett, I put above him. Right. Miles Garrett yeah, is a yeah. terror. And then TJ Watt. People forget about him, but he hasn't been healthy. That's yes. why he's been out for yeah. what, four weeks now? Yeah, I think. he's finally but back. TJ now. Watt is a beast. So, those two I would put up there, Judon, I put him third behind them. Yeah. Whether you want to go linebackers or defensive linemen. Where, yeah, if we're going linebacker, position. I'd say he's the best linebacker, uh, like pass rushing linebacker. The best pass rusher would probably be Miles yeah. Garrett. Yeah, pass rusher, just pure. If you're talking best defensive pass rusher, linebackers and D-line involved, the whole lot of them. I got to put Judon number three there behind Garrett and, um, and TJ Watt. So I think I think he is putting together – he will at the very least be in the conversation for defense for defensive player of the year. Yeah. Depends on how we go. I wanted him to get a sack so bad. Oh my so God. bad. He was, on so he was so close on sometimes. He almost had him, he almost got him in for a safety at one point, kind of. He cleaned it up at the end. Uh, but um, but so speaking of quarterbacks, let's start where we always start. Mac Jones, um, 24, 35, 194, a touchdown and a pick. I did say, I believe I said it on the podcast, I know I said it to you. I said, Mac Jones cannot throw a pick in this game. It's just yeah. one of those games where he's got to take care of the ball. It can't be, you know, because even, even if, you know, like even if it wasn't his fault or like even if like say something happened, like he's got to try not to. This one was tipped as he was throwing it. I don't, nothing like. That's that always our caveat. Like it, if it's it. tipped, if the receiver yeah. drops it and it gets picked, like Bailey yeah. Zappi's uh, interception with Nelson Aguilar going off his hands, we didn't fault Zappi Went for right that. We're not going to fault Mac for that. Exactly. So there was that one. There was one later in the game. There were two later in the game. One that was picked, one that should have been. I'll start with the latter, the one that should have been picked later, later, later in the game. It tipped off one of the O-linemen's he- uh, helmets. So yes. that was another one. It looked like it was kind of an off throw, was not tipped off a helmet. Then, of course, there was the pick six that wasn't. Um, that 
at first glance, you look at that and you think, what in the fuck were you throwing to? But yeah. I guess after the game, Jacoby Myers, Mac Jones said that it was just a, uh, a misread. Myers went inside. Jones expected him to go outside. You still would hope that you don't throw that ball, but you see so many quarterbacks do that. They just assume that the receiver is going to read. That's what Aaron Rodgers did when he threw the pick six to Jack Jones. No exactly. one was near Jack Jones. Yeah, but he, he just thought that that's what it was going to be. So I can't even – and that one ended up getting taken back by roughing the passer penalty anyway. So Thank God. Um, and then, you know, pass went down, kicked a field goal, scored after the half, so it was all good. But um, Mac Jones, I good game. Not a perfect game. Yeah. Um, he still – I I think – the second half, he looked miles better than he did in the first. Yes, he looked way think, more comfortable. Yeah, and, and I don't think I'm breaking any new ground saying that, but I think that he is – it's the thing where he's just getting back into the flow of it. That's really all it is. Um, yep. So next week's going to be good. See what happens with the Colts. Um, Colts have – I don't know where the Colts are at in defense. I'll look at it before we're done on here when we talk yeah, about they're pretty good. at the end. So um, I know their offense sucks. So yeah. um, next week should be a good one too for Mac. Uh, this is what you got to do. You got to start piling on these games where, you know, you, you, you look good. You clean up the mistakes, which other than the stupid tipped plays or the miscommunication, he really didn't have any crazy mistakes. Um, no. One thing he was doing that you and I spoke about this last year. And I think at the beginning of the year too, Matt Jones taking off and running. If that becomes something that defenses have to pay attention to, that's going to do nothing but help this offense. Yeah. Like seeing him just, just immediately like decision-making very quick. He sees nothing's yeah. there, takes off and runs. So imagine I if like Tom, it. if imagine if Tom Brady had that speed, because like the goal is to force Tom Brady out of the pocket and make him yeah. uncomfortable. And he, you know, he gets rid of the ball in seconds. So mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like Mac has the ability to do what Tom Brady does but also when no one's open on the first read, instead of, you know, Tom Brady sits back there and looks and looks and eventually finds a guy and it could lead to a big play or it couldn't. Mac will take the safe, he'll take the safe seven yards, the safe Mm -hmm. 10 yards. He'll run, get you easy first downs when the defense isn't expecting it. If they have to account and put a spy back there, then Mac can just pick them apart in the short range game because they have one guy out of defensive coverage. And that's just one of the things that like, Aaron Rodgers should do it a lot more and he doesn't like Josh Allen does it plenty. And that's why he has a lot of success. Like you got Lamar Jackson, whose game is basically focused around that, but it's just one of those dual threat things where he's, he's not a scrambling quarterback, but he's more than willing to run for first downs. And that just makes his pocket passing all the more deadly. Yeah, exactly. He's not like someone like no one's going to think of Mac Jones and say, oh, you got to watch out for his legs. But it's like, yeah, he's one of those guys that can, you know, if things break down, he can run and actually, you know, it doesn't look painful like when Tom Brady used to run. And it's like, yeah. holy shit, just get down or what the fuck is going on? Like, it looks like the slowest person in the world. Um, so speaking, speaking of Mac Jones, though, um, I will say I thought that this unit, the offensive line was trending in the right direction. They have regressed the last couple of weeks. And yeah. I don't, it's, it's frustrating because yep. normally this is when the offensive line starts to come together. This is when the yeah. whole offense comes together, but it seems like with the stupid penalties, just the not blocking Cole strange has had a uh, kind of a shitty last couple games. Yeah. He's um, had a cold stretch. I mean, I know David Andrews was out because of that bullshit hit last week. Um, but which, which we didn't even talk about. Though. But that was yeah. that, like, like just got, got cleaned out. Destroyed. Cleaned out. So uh, I'm assuming he's going to be back because nothing was broken, nothing like that. I think he should be back. But um, so I know that he was out. So I know that we had uh, James Ferentz, uh under center or, yeah. or at center he he wasn't doing that well and that of course then puts more pressure on Cole Strange yeah. then you got Trent Brown with penalties and Isaiah Wynn I don't think Isaiah Wynn had any penalties this uh this game but he 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 wasn't great um just the whole the whole lot of them this this is this might have been their worst game this year um I, I with, with your I center like gone, that. I completely expect it. Like he yeah. is the no pun intended, the center of the offensive line. He is yep. there calling out the calls and who's the mic and identifying the defensive line uh, shifts and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I expected it. It's it just 
it sucks. It's unfortunate that Mac comes back after basically a four game absence and he comes back to a offensive line. That's not in shambles, but it's far from together. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I, I'm willing to give them somewhat of a pass because Andrews was out and the Jets do have a really good defensive line. So like, you know, it is, it is what it is. So we'll see kind of what happens next week when hopefully the whole units together again, they can kind of start to move forward. Um, I don't expect them all to have bad games like that again. Uh, Like I said, assuming Andrews is back, but it was definitely something that I saw. I wrote, I wrote down in my little notes. I wrote O-line getting manhandled, regressing, not something that you want right now, which definitely isn't, especially when you have a quarterback coming back from a high ankle sprain. Um, Definitely not what you want as you're coming out of the easy part of your schedule, going into kind of, the make or break gauntlet that you're about to run yeah. uh, with a lot of teams that don't will we'll talk about this at the end when we when we're talking about the Colts but the the a lot of the teams in the games that I thought that were going to be tough for the Patriots might not be there's really only a couple and two of those are the Bills <laughs> like there's yeah. really not that many tough games as we thought coming up but again we'll talk about that in a little bit yeah um but yeah, the O line definitely, definitely a little alarming. Um, but like I said, hopefully they kind of get it all together. Um, I do want to give you your props, and I hate to do it because I like the player that I'm gonna say just lost his job. Ramondre Stevenson cannot be the second back anymore. No, he has he to, has to, has to be the number one back. He had in. Rushing the ball, I mean, okay, 16 for 71. That's awesome. That's great. Receiving, do you know who led the Patriots in receiving? Probably the same as the last three weeks, Ramondre Stevenson. Ramondre Stevenson, seven for 72. So we had seven catches for 72, 16 carries for 71. Um, He – 143 total yards. We talked about it before the season when James White retired, where it was like, who's going to step up? And I think we both said, or one of us did, I forget, but it was that Stevenson was was tra- was uh, practicing, you know, receiving the ball more, catching it more, running routes, yep. all that stuff. Um, I think it fucking worked because I think so. this guy, like I, he was making one-handed catches on the run, stopping on a dime, spinning, putting planting his hand in the ground and running for another 10 yards. Like, I, and then when he runs, he can still run right through you. Yeah. Like I don't Stevenson. I mean, my God, I, he, he, it sucks that in a couple of years, we're going to be talking about him. Like we're talking about Damian Harris right now, but yeah. <laughs> but for the time, being, and that's how it goes. Stevenson's the guy. And yeah. I still love Harris. Still love. I, I still think Harris is very good because when he's in the game, he runs with that like aggressive Adrian Peterson type of run. Yeah. Um, still you. like him. Still very much like him. I think the Patriots have a great backfield right now, but Liam, I do want to just give you your props. You had it. Ramondre Stevenson. Oh, smell those flowers. Should be the starter. Uh, Damian Harris uh, is not getting traded. The trade deadline is over as we record. Yep. Harris is still on the team. Everyone is still on the team. But yep. Liam, applaud this off to season you. he's gone. But round of applause. Good, good, good for you. I'm, I'm assuming. Uh, do you want to talk about? You want to talk about Stevenson at all? In I do. His amazing I do. game. I would love to. Okay. So, I not off like production because like obviously he could be like Nick Chubb or he could be like Derrick Henry where he's putting up crazy numbers and touchdowns each week. But if you were to build a running back in a lab. Like Ramondre Stevenson is the perfect running back. Like he's he's got the downhill running of like Adrian Peterson, where he just mm-hmm. bruises and brashes. But Adrian Peterson couldn't catch the ball. Ramondre can catch the ball. I thought yeah. his catching was a product of Bailey Zappi being the quarterback and him checking the ball down more. So it not being an advanced offense, you know, he caught five plus passes in the last three games. And I'm like, that's just because Zappy can't push the ball downfield. Mac comes yep. back. He looks a little hobbled. So I'd like to see how it looks next week when Mac's more comfortable. But once again, seven for 70, he's just one of those guys that can do it all. He is the perfect running back. And I think the Patriots have someone better than Damian Harris for the next couple of years. Like Damian Harris was great. Phenomenal. 17 touchdowns last year. What more could you ask for? Ramondre Stevenson has far more upside than Damian Harris has showed 
in the last couple of years, and it's still so early. Do I expect him to get 17 touchdowns? Maybe, but probably not. But I just think his ceiling, his potential, and how he could be used in this Patriots offense is head and shoulders above. The screen passes, the wheels. You can, you can get him downfield. You can get him on those little out routes that uh, Brian Westbrook used to make a living off of yep. where you kind of go uh-huh. out and then across the middle, and he caught one in the, against the Jets. He's just a fantastic fucking player who puts in maximum effort. And each week, I, I have this terrible thought in my head, like, God, like, please don't get hurt. He just smashes into these people and has these terrible hits God. where the defenders are like, please don't fucking hit me. And they like, they try their hardest to level him. Mm. And every time he goes down, I'm like, God, please don't get hurt. But he's shown no signs of weakness. Like he looks God. like the rock in black Adam, like bullets don't affect him. Crush him with a steel girder. He's perfectly fine. A bus could hit this man and the bus would be in severe pain. I just, I'm so happy that Bill did it again. We find we have another running back. It's an abundance of riches that we keep getting in here. And the Patriots are continue to be fortunate in the running game. And this guy is the next era of Patriots running backs. He's a stud. He's yeah, ballsy. He yes, he's he's tenth in the league right now in yards. Um, so I would just he was a backup he's, for the first four games. He was a backup. He's 11th in yards per game, I believe. Uh, that's what it looks like here. So he's he's working his way up there. Um, yeah, I I love him. And the best part is though, even if you do need to sit him for a spell or something like that, you do still have Damian Harris, who's still a bruiser, who you can still plug in there, who would still be oh, yeah. starting on. He, he can take every carry in a game. Every every he he would be a starter on. 90 percent on 28 different nfl teams right now yes um but i mean he would he would be a starter in dallas probably with zeke doing his thing and pollard do it showing well but damian harris would be there i mean yeah ramondre stevenson i had to give him his flowers i had to give you your props there you um you you hit the nail on the head ramondre stevenson huge part of this team going forward um as well as the second leading receiver in the game, the man that I think you should give him all the money in the world, every every last bit of whatever dollar you have, Jacoby Myers. I don't think that since, I mean, he he has firmly entrenched himself, in my eyes, in the Wes Welker, Julian Edelman lane of people right now. Jacoby oh, yeah, Myers is the next guy. He is the guy right now. It is. He has there's bought always... a palatial estate yep. in slot wide receiver <laughs> realty. Yeah, he he is the guy. You know, because like I said, you've had your Wes Welker. I mean, it, actually, if you want to start, you had your Troy Brown, your Wes Welker, your Julian Edelman. Now you have Jacoby Myers. So, and the connection that he has with um with Mac, of course, they had that little miscommunication. Happen, it happened with Brady and Edelman, happens with yeah. Rodgers and Devontae Adams when he was there. So it happens with everyone. But well, that's what yeah. happens when you run half of his routes, if not more, are choice yeah. routes. So it's like yeah. you you go, you run the route, and halfway through your route, whatever the defense is doing, you adjust accordingly. You have three possible routes that you can run based off this defensive coverage. And the quarterback and the Jacoby Myers have to be on the same page and go, all right, that's cover two. Jacoby's going to break inside. And, you know, that's leaves yep. a wide margin for error, but the vast mm-hmm. majority of the time it works out. And I will take the occasional errors like the potential pick six that they threw yeah. because we saw it work out time and time again in the clutchest situations with Welker, with Edelman. And now he's gotten over his touchdown threshold. Yep. Touched, he just now he's got two on the year, I believe. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Look, he had, he had one yesterday. So I believe, yeah. He's yeah. Got two or three, right? One against yeah. the lions. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's so it. He, he's back. He, he's there. He's the guy. Yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, there is between him and if you can have him and Taekwon Thornton pan out, you have a nice young nucleus of receivers to build around for a little bit. Um, Taekwon Thornton, I don't think had, uh, he had one catch for 13 yards. Um, yeah. I mean, of course, it, it's a, when you have someone with the speed of Thornton on the team, it's like, you want to see him used more, but it's like, you get that he isn't. I mean, some it's going to be hit, hit or just, miss though. Like yeah. you're not going to connect on a deep ball in every game. He's not Randy Moss. He's not Deshaun Jackson, but like 
you yeah. know, he'll get damn close. If he's not catching a 50 yarder, then you're going to have games like this where he gets one for 13, but then yeah. you're going to have a game where he, you know, has 112 yards off three catches and you're like, mm-hmm. Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, it's especially tough when Mac Jones is under pressure the whole game. I mean, he, he was running for his life most of the time. I mean, like you said, you feel bad that he comes back to an offensive line that can't block for him, but, um, but yeah, I mean, you can't expect these deep balls to come when, when Mac's under pressure so much. So um, good game. The, the thing you and I kind of t- uh, touched on before, before we hit record tonight, um, I heard no zappy talk. I didn't hear anything during the game. I didn't hear any zappy talk after the game. Um, I think that we can all now look back and just appreciate what that was. That was a backup quarterback rookie coming, actually not even a backup, a third string rookie quarterback coming in and keeping the team afloat until the starter came back. So Bailey Zappi, thank you. Little applaud yep. for you, but thank you I mean, for your service. I, don't, I, I, I think, and I hope that we can just put that to bed. Even if Mac Jones does have another bad game this year, which who knows odds are he probably will or he'll have some throws that make people go oh what the hell stop bringing up bailey zappy um this is the last time we're going to talk about it exactly yeah that was that was pretty much it i just think it's funny how quick that that just like i said if you beat the jets that people forget everything you know the patriots beat the jets it was a division game you're now, I think, half a game out of a playoff spot, which I know you're only halfway through the year, but you got to start looking at these things. Yeah. Um, so things are kind of on track right now. If the if the fucking Dolphins would just lose, um, you know, you'd be in there. But... You, made, you made a great point when you texted me where it's like, when the Patriots lose, the Dolphins and Bills win. When the Patriots win, the Dolphins and Bills win. You're like, there's no fucking winning here. It's so annoying. No, it's, it's the worst. Like I was wa- or not watching, but I was watching the score of that game, the Dolphins Lions game. And I was like, Holy shit. The Lions are up. I think there was like six minutes left or something like that. Dolphins ended up winning. And I was like, what the fuck guys? Like I yeah. thought maybe somebody, maybe Aaron Rodgers would beat the bills. Like maybe he'd pull his head out of his ass. Nope. Not even close. No, no luck. He, they got embarrassed. And I'm like, geez, like what? It's like, fine, I guess we'll just have to beat these teams on our own. So we'll beat the it's Jets. It's so annoying um, that there aren't other competent teams to uh, beat these teams because, like, the Bengals are disappointing. The Raiders are disappointing. The Packers are disappointing. All these teams that should be beating these other teams, and they're just not. And you're like, dude, Jesus the Raiders. Christ. The Raiders uh, are the worst team I've ever seen. Ever. You score zero points. Zero points against the Saints, who, yeah, the just Saints got mollywopped like, by the Cardinals. Yeah, like, and the Cardinals suck. Like, yeah, they're like, not very good. Like, the Saints have like you know a good defense, shit, you know, blah offense, but whatever. And and I don't even care if if um what's his name, Darren Waller was out, and then so was um Devonte Adams was sick or he had a cold or some shit like that to put up zero point. The the Raiders did not run a play in the the Saints territory until I think it was like 315 left in the game. Derek Carr did not run a in single play. Derek Carr did not run a single play in Saints territory. That was when yeah, they had the second benched, team right? off- Yep. That was when they had the second team offensive. That and you so see you who mean was in to form? tell me uh no no oh yeah Stidham Stid the kid um yeah. so that's why I also laugh when you see Patriots fans tweeting early on in this game Oh, do you miss Josh McDaniels yet? Uh, no, the fuck I don't. No. Because unlike you <laughs> guys, I, 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 actually, I actually like to score. So yeah. like, took and, zero points, dude. And oh. Josh McDaniels took all the Patriots players that weren't necessary for our team's success. Like, <laughs> yeah. I love Brandon Bolden, but yeah, we, don't, we, don't, we don't need him to win. No. Jared Stidham, no, no, no. afterthought. Not yeah. worried about it. Like, no. I, if Jared Stidham started instead of Bailey Zappi for us, we probably would have went, you know – one and two, yeah. like we yeah. wouldn't have no, done definitely, very well. Definitely wouldn't have. No, no. It, it's just funny. And not only that, you have Derek Carr who, you know, has his ups and downs, but he's, he's a competent, competent quarterback. Definitely okay. can, can win you games, can put up points. And you have arguably the best wide receiver in the game in Devontae Adams. And he gets one he catch for three yards. How on earth does that happen? And not I don't then even you have know. Hunter, then you have Hunter Renfro. Yeah, Who is who's non-existent this year. He's great. just like, I, he might as well be dead. He's just not out on the on? field. What Brutal. is going on? 
that was I don't rough. understand. That was rough. Yeah. So, and, and then the the uh, the the Bengals lost to um, to the Browns. Yeah. Who, who the Patriots just molly whopped. So yeah. like I don't I I don't see like where and, and by the way the Patriots play the Bengals in like four weeks I think. So yeah, I sounds don't like a winnable game to me. That, that so I I think I had that pegged going in that that was going to be a loss. I'll have to look back to see what I have, but I thought that was going to be a loss. You had Joe Burr, and I get that Jamar Chase was out of that game too. But again, if if your team hinges on one guy being gone yeah. who isn't the quarterback one yeah, guy being danger. gone that's not good it's not, it's not like the Bengals don't have they have Tyler Boyd T Higgins like let's not add Joe yeah. Mixon let's not act like they're deprived of offensive talent like they don't look like uh you know the defending AFC champs to me no they don't at all I, I think they got that that vaunted uh Super Bowl hangover Oh, going on it's bad. They, so, they had yeah, a long night with a mean bottle of vodka. Yeah. And I, I think the Chargers lose too, or did they end up winning? I think they ended up winning. They did end up winning. Let me see. Chargers game. Because I, I know that they were losing. Uh yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. They ended up winning. Yeah. Um, but that's still, all right. They're 34, 24 to the Texas. Yeah, they're not. I mean, I, and then they got to play the Falcons who are in first place because the Bucks suck. So yeah, yeah the, the NFL is weird this year. Very it is weird. so weird. There's good teams last year that were bad, bad that are good. The Dolphins, all of a sudden, pe- like people saying that they're Super Bowl contenders, which I still don't think they are. I still, no. I still, two just is don't. five and zero oh when he's not dead, and I'm still not worried about him. Yeah, I, I still, and I still truly believe that when we play them again, it will be, it will be a win for the Patriots. Yeah, same no thing like when we it. play the Jets in a couple weeks, that'll be a win. The first Bills game. I mean, when? yeah, that sounds tough. But then when you say that it's at home in the red jerseys, I mean, yep, it's. I mean, ah. never heard of a more sure thing in my life. I might put I my mean, mortgage on it. Shit, we we may have to relook at the schedule uh, coming out yeah. of these next games. But um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, with this game, I didn't. It was it was a weird game. The first half, I didn't like it at all. I was upset. The second half, I was like, oh, okay, this is just a typical Patriots Jets game where it's close going into halftime some shit goes down, whatever. You might be annoyed with the score. And then it's a pretty comfortable game moving forward. And that's what it was. So I, I got nothing else on this other than, um, oh yeah. We talked about Judon Dietrich wise, uh, the, those two amazing. Um, I, I love this defense. So I'm interested to see them play teams that can actually move the ball because the jets cannot do that. So, um, any any final thoughts? That same friend who's a Bears fan was telling me that the Patriots defensive line is awful besides Matthew Judon. And I was like, I was like, that's fine. Like you're a casual. And he was like, you know, he prides that he loves the NFL has followed it for years. He's one of the people that like knows all the players and whatnot. So when I call him a casual, he flips out and I'm like, dude, who's on their defensive line. He couldn't really name any. He's like, it's because they're not relevant. I'm like, no, Lawrence guy is a phenomenal nose tackle. Diedrich Wise, a hell of an athlete. Like, they have people on there. Captain, Uche, awesome. Uche rushes the passer, and he's good. It's, yep. I'm like, Barmore, people forget. Barmore's yeah, been gone Barmore. the last couple of weeks. but yep. they're, they're not household names. They're not – Judon's not even a household name unless you live in New England. And it's like they're just – they're doing their job and not causing waves about it so you don't hear about them. Yep. Yeah, that's what it is. Like you said, they're people – look at these at at teams and they're like oh if they don't have names that they recognize or that they've heard or you know heard in you know sports talk whatever they're whatever they listen to or watch it's like oh no they can't be that good because like people aren't talking about them but the Patriots defensive line is very very good and they're not even fully healthy right now so and then you got their linebackers I mean I I'm 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 pretty happy with this team right now then you got obviously the secondary um no real issues with with them um, i don't think they're really going to get tested until probably you play the cardinals that like once you start getting to that when you play like the bills yeah, the heavy teams. yeah yeah because i'm interested to see what they do to slow down stefan diggs and josh allen that'll be interesting but um but yeah i ju- i just have this as a good win you're back to four and four um very very winnable game next week going into the bye um so I think you should be going into the bye week up um, and then kind of see what happens at that point. But um, moving on, though, I do want to say 
that I still very, very, very much think that this team is going to be in the playoffs. I know yeah. that for some reason people aren't, aren't, you know, thinking about it. Um, but oh, actually, no, fuck that. Yeah. No, obviously team's going to be in the playoffs. Bill Belichick, sole possessor, possessor, 325 wins second most all time. Yeah. I mean, I mean, to, to me. say he's not going to make the playoffs. Like, come on now. Like to, to, you're, to, you're a hater. Come on. Did, did you see, by the way, that um, since Belichick, you know, crossed the milestone has, you know, second place now um, Tom Brady came out of the woodwork and decided to actually speak about his, you know, past team. Because if you have been following Tom Brady the last couple of years, you probably wouldn't even know that he was on the Patriots. No, he, he was drafted by the box. No. Oh yeah. Th- yeah. That's what I thought. He does everything he can to scrub them from his memory. I mean, lest we forget when he retired in quotes, quote unquote, he didn't yeah. mention the team or anybody at all, but um, yeah, he's out there saying, I'm sure he cares about it. You know, this is great. 20 years preparation. He's the best. It was a blah, pleasure blah, blah, to blah. play under him. Man. Oh God, dude, listen, man. Ju- it's funny. It's funny. Your life's falling apart. So what do you do? You crawl back to the one part of your life that is still that, that, you know, you had the best times with, cause it's not your wife anymore. Clearly nope. it's not the team you're on right now. Clearly it's not Antonio Brown who apparently is, has fucked your wife. So it is not, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a lot, but so he crawls back to Bill Belichick and it, it's so, so, so funny. Like, dude, I can't, you know where you, do you know where Tom Brady is going to end up next year? The Las Vegas hell? Raiders with Josh McDaniels. Yeah. So Imagine. yes, basically hell, basically. Yeah. Hell. That would be awesome. basically how I would love to see it though. I really would love to see that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, and also, did you know that Matthew Slater, the second most Patriots games all time? Uh, really? Yeah. When, I, I was, when was he drafted? 2009? Two, um, remember 2008, I think something like that. But yeah, he, cause when the Patriots did their, um, when the Patriots did their game ball thing that they do in the, um, in the locker room, Belichick gave it to Slater. He was, he said, whatever. He was like Slate second most games all time played by a Patriot, you know, clap it up. Congratulations. Uh, maybe, maybe Tom Brady was number one. Would that make sense? Probably. Yeah. Right? I would say so. 20 years. Yeah. Okay. That would make sense. Um, so yeah, Slater, good for him. Uh, easy, easy hall of famer, easy. One of the sneaky, one of the best, most important players of the Patriots dynasty. Yeah. Um, everything from keeping, you know, locker room morale up to uh, just being a menace on special teams. I mean, I, I think I saw someone in the Jets game. I don't know who it was. They uh, like kind of like hit him after the play or something like that. And I was like, no, 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 you do not hit Matthew Slater. I will come down no. there and beat the shit out of you. You, you hit anybody idea. else, anybody yeah. else on the team, anybody else on the team. Um, so I do have to ask, um, if you're listening, you don't know, but if you're watching, you can see. Um, Liam, why'd you uh, why'd you take the shirt off? Just w- whenever Matthew Slater comes up in conversation, it gets me all hot and bothered. Just gets so you, I, gets you all yeah. hot, all uh, hot, feeling hot feeling some type of way. I mean, okay, he he is truly like you said, the unsung hero. Like no one really gives a shit about special teams until your special teams is terrible. I always use this uh, team as an arguing point whenever I'm arguing for good and bad teams. The 2011, I believe it was, Chargers were first in offense and first in defense and missed the playoffs. And everyone's like, how can that happen? How is that possible? Well, their special teams gave up five Hard. special teams touchdowns. They Their kicks were blocked all the time. Like yeah. Their special teams was just an absolute mess, and they would lose clutch games. They'd lose by like three and seven points because of special teams touchdowns. And it's that little focus that this team loaded up on offense, loaded up on defense, and didn't give a shit about special teams and missed the playoffs. But it's Bill Belichick who builds a good offense, a good, great defense, and then a great special teams. And he goes, yeah, this will work. We'll, we'll make this, make do with this. Yeah, It's the, it's the part of game. football that no one gives a fuck about, but it's arguably the most important. Yeah, because it is a team game. Like, people – like, I don't know. I don't know if like maybe people like forget that, but it is very much still like the NFL is not just, you know, one team. Like if you have, it's like the NBA where if you have two or three stars, you're good to go. Yeah. You need a full offense, defense, special teams. And that's yeah. something the Patriots pride themselves on and teams like, like the chargers that year. I remember that 
They were killing it. Yeah. Killing it. Their special teams, Achilles heel. Sucked. Horrible. Yeah. Horrible. And that's, that's what kills you when you start to play games that actually matter like that. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I, I get it. I'd be, I'd be hot and bothered if, 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 you know, if it happened, it's just, it's, it's a natural it. reaction. Like I was in my flannel and I'm like, my basement's usually freezing. I felt like I was in a sauna. I'm like, I got to take now. this shit off. Talk about Matthew Slater, drop a few buttons. Yeah, we, I, yeah. I saw, as I was talking, I was like, is he, is what, what's is he getting naked? What's, what's going on? I mean, that's fine. Um, okay. So do you have anything else, any pressing matters you want to get to before we touch on the Colts? Give our game no, breakers and then um, get out of here. This is just such a happier pod than last week. I'm just in, I'm, I'm man, after a win. And like, honestly, this one was kind of boring, but it was against the jets. It was against Zach Wilson. He saw a ghost. Uh, Zach Wilson, by the way, before we get off the jets game, uh, they asked him, they were like, you know, how do you feel? You know, you threw, you know, the defense made you throw three picks, whatever, blah, blah, blah. He was like, Oh no, we get these guys in a couple weeks. I'm like, dude, this isn't, dude. Oh, you're like, Just you stupid up. fuck. You, I mean, you, I mean, you're going to lose. You're going to lose. Now. Yeah. You're, you're oh, going to lose you're anyways. really excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. What? Because, like, at, at the very least, you were playing at home. So, like, maybe you had, like, some sort of thing there. Now you now you have to go to Gillette in front yep. of those fans who are going to Hate boo you. you mercilessly when yes. you inevitably throw a pick. Yep. It's just, it's, okay, yeah, sure. We got them in a couple of weeks. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you're excited about that. And in every game, it's almost like a guarantee that if we're playing Zach Wilson, we're getting more than one interception. We're usually getting, or it's almost a guarantee we're getting more than two interceptions. We usually get three. Last year we had four. It's like, dude, you cannot take care of the ball against us. We are going to get interceptions off you. And the team that gets more interceptions is going to win 80% of the time. Like, yep. I don't, I get it. He's a competitor. He thinks next game he will come out here and throw for a perfect passer rating. Well, you're just blissfully ignorant and more power to you. But when you come back in two weeks and play the Patriots, I will chalk you up for another two interceptions easily. <laughs> yeah, he he he's not going to I don't know what he thought. And I get it. And like I like the I like the you know tenacity of that, the chutzpah. But no, dude, you're yep. you're you're done. You're done. I'm also so um, happy for Devin McCourty getting two picks. Like he hadn't had any all year. We were waiting for it. He really ate shit against the Bears. And I was like, this guy, he's still playing at a high level. Like he deserves it. Somebody reward him with an interception. And Zach Wilson, being the gracious charity man that he is, went out there and was like, You're right. Patriots Nation, I agree. Devin McCourty needs these. So he was like, bingo, one. And then the other one, he's like, I'll leave this up for whoever gets it. Let's see who wants a hustle play. Ball gets tipped up in the air. McCourty's like, I'm feeling it today. Comes down with it. And Zach Wilson feels good. He gave, gave to charity. He knew, knows McCourty needed a pick this year. Gave him two. Gave Mighty to generous of him. And then he gave Juwan Bentley, who doesn't even play passing lanes, a pick. It's just He's too kind. Zach Wilson is out here giving up interceptions to anyone that wants it. A really gracious guy overall. More power to him. Top-notch guy. Loves to uh, give one of his appendages to uh, the mothers of other people, too. Just really seems like a top, top-class kind of guy. And I can respect that. I don't want him quarterbacking my team. I don't want him anywhere near my team. He should be locked in a closet with no football-shaped objects of any kind. But damn good dude overall. Oh yeah. So he, I, I, I'm sorry. The, the, he gives his, he's an organ donor for, for people's moms. That one. Yeah, he is. Um, what a guy. One, that yeah. one got me. That one there got are, me. Um, there are women out there whose limp dick husbands have long since tended to their gardens and in comes Zach Wilson. Long to save since the day. Tended to their gardens. Oh God. That's a good one. Okay. Um, <laughs> stupid. Um, <laughs> That's just, this is dumb. Um, all right. So the, the Patriots will play um, the Colts next week. So um, I think first and foremost, I think there's going to be a win. I don't see how this isn't a win. Um, you've got second year QB, Sam Ellinger going up against, you know, a Bill Belichick coach defense. I mean, I Blood, just, the blood's in the water. I, yeah, I don't, I think Judon has, has at least a sack in this game. I think that they're all over him. Um, I don't even know. I, I, I guess, so I guess, I guess I'll pick my game breaker too at this point. I mean, I don't even, 
I, I don't think I've picked. I don't think I've picked Judon yet. I, th- I think I'm going to go with Matt Judon. Yeah, I think he's the one. That. I think I, I think he is going to show up. Um, he was so close last week on getting. You know, I mean, I mean, last game on getting at least like two sacks. But yeah, I just there's no way there is nobody, nobody on this Colts team that scares you offensively or defensively. No. To be honest, there it's just there. There's nobody. They somehow have what like a like a three and four and one record right now. Um, I, I just I I can't that this in this almost feels <clears throat> similar to the Bears game where I was trying to convince myself on how they could win. But like the Colts don't even have a Justin Fields who could like maybe make plays. Yeah, maybe make any plays. I just there's there's nothing that they can do. I don't see it. I don't see it happening. I think the Patriots win. Um, I think this this is at home too. So I think it's gonna be a good game. I think multiple sacks, multiple turnovers. Matt Jones yeah. has an efficient game. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on the limb and say he has no picks. I know that's big because he's throwing a pick every single game, it seems like. Um, but yeah, this is, this is a win, notch it down. You're going into the bye week five and four. Um, I think this might even be a pretty boring game by like the middle of the third. That's just my, I'm I'm with you there. I like Sam Ellinger. I loved him at Texas. He's a hell of a quarterback and a good dude. He's just, you're overmatched. No, no, when to quit. And Sam Ellinger shouldn't take the field against the Patriots. Against the Washington football team, he could only muster, what is it, three field goals, four field goals, something like that. I think it was four field goals. Yeah. But couldn't put up touchdowns. You need touchdowns against the Patriots. And I bet he'll get one. I'm sure he'll throw a touchdown or his offense will produce a touchdown. But that's about the most I'll give him. I don't think he has much of a chance. And uh, I think, like you said, it's probably going to be a dick kicking by the third quarter. If so many hiccups right now, by the third quarter, we'll be able to relax and it won't be a big deal. My game breaker is going to be our number one wide receiver who is, was in a lot of trade talks. And that would be Devonte Parker. I don't know why he was in trade talks. He has been one, one of the nice bright spots of this offense. And we are going out there against former defensive player of the year for our new England Patriots, Stefan Gilmore. And I am expecting oh, Devonte Parker to turn Stefan oh, Gilmore oh, to burnt toast. It's going to be ugly. It, I expect Devonte Parker to look for Stefan Gilmore, take advantage of him and Mac to capitalize on that. Gilmore's still a solid player, but he's yep. far, far from the Stefan Gilmore that we had it is a long fall from grace, and right now he's still falling. I am expecting a big game from Devontae Parker. I want Mac to go out there and show no fear. Go, hey, former teammate, good buddy, good pal, good friend, yeah. take this burn. Oh, I forgot about Gil. Oh, yeah. shit. Okay, that's, yeah, but still, the, the, the only person, and I was just looking just to make sure, and I remembered this guy, too. I just didn't mention him. Jonathan Taylor might be the only guy that scares me on this. Not team, even anymore, though. He's been awful this year. Yeah, he's been he's been off. And honestly, if the Patriots can hold Nick Chubb to forty or fifty six yards or whatever it was, I mean, and, and Nick Chubb is running all over everybody. I mean, he ran yeah. all over the the Bengals. Um, Colts just traded for another running back too, so they clearly yeah. don't believe in Taylor's at least health going forward in this season. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, I, I'm I'm just looking at at their i mean michael Pittman, no like he yeah. doesn't scare you alec pierce no nope. paris campbell no naheem hines like a cool player naheem like, hines know. is on the bills now oh yeah oh yeah he just got traded. yeah so it's like yeah. i don't so like, yeah I'm, I'm so not worried about it like it seems like another and patriots are heavy favorites they're five and a half point favorites and like very heavy money line favorites like it seems like one of those slam dunk things where the patriots are going to win this and yeah crazier things have happened that's how it was with the bears i mean yeah yeah I, be- I believe they're only one of those a season most of the time where you really let the fans down and really go out there and play so poorly. I don't think Bill will let that happen again this season. I don't even think he'll let it happen next season, but uh, I won't get too far into the future there. I think this is, this is a grandiose runaway dick kicking. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I I think dick kicking is the uh, dick kicking is the word for it. The proper vernacular. It is. I think it's important to do that because the Colts right now, uh, they are at three, four and one. They are a couple slots behind you right now. 
if the season ended today, I think we'll just end on this because this is kind of a fun time to start looking at that to see where teams are and everything. The Patriots right now are one spot out of the um, out of the playoffs. Now the Chargers are on a bye, so if the Patriots win, they by default now are officially in the playoffs moving forward. Obviously, yes. much early, you know, very early, you know, things to change and all that stuff. Um, but it just it, wait, no, they're not on a bye. Yeah, no, no, they're not in a bye. I lied to you. But either way, if if the, the, if too. the if the Patriots win, they they'll they'll hop a few teams. They need to keep winning because the Bengals are on their on their tail. They're four and four too. But I mean, you got like the Jets are in the are in the playoffs right now. That's a that fake won't team. Last. Yeah, no, that won't yeah. last. The Dolphins may last. I don't know. I mean. Like, I don't, there's really nobody other than the, the bills, the chiefs and like in, in a couple ways, the Ravens that like, yeah. I don't see, like, I see those three are definitely making the playoffs. Yes. definitely. Everyone else. I mean, not real like shit. Cause after the Patriots and the Bengals, you've got the Colts, the Browns, the Broncos, the Raiders, the Jags, the C all teams suck. All these teams suck. Every team suck. If the Patriots yeah. do not make the playoffs right now, this it that's that's kind of in in embarrassment um and then it, it really another, does seem like all the stars are aligning for them like the raiders aren't as good the bengals aren't as good the cardinals aren't as good like all these teams that you thought were at the beginning of the season you're like oh shit that could be a tough matchup now you're looking at it and going oh well they sucked against this team blah, blah, blah. yeah i mean like you said the raiders patriots play them at some point this year moving forward the pats have the colts the jets then they have oh wait no they have the Colts bye week then the Jets then they have the Vikings yeah winnable game um, then you have the Bills then you have the Cardinals who are not good they're regressing nope. they are Fool's not goal. that good the Raiders on my birthday December eighteenth that's a win I'm already that is that I mean, in there's, Vegas there's yep in Vegas yeah yeah there is I mean I just don't I mean shit the the the, the Raiders couldn't even score on the Saints they might not score any points. yeah. The Patriots always play on your birthday. That's hilarious. Always do. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. And then um, <laughs> and then the Bengals come to town Christmas Eve. Um, that game looks extremely winnable. Um, and then you end with play the, the Vikings on Thanksgiving. Yep. Yep. Vikings are on Thanksgiving. So you got the Colts, Je- so uh, Colts, bye week, Jets, and then Vikings. That's the next okay. four. The next four weeks. Vikings look like a surprisingly competent team. So that's the only one that I'm slightly worried about. And even yeah. then. Bill can trick her cousins. I don't that, care. That's what I keep thinking. Teams. It's so uh, funny. Like the other teams, they just don't do it as well as Bill. And I get it. That's no. fine. You know, not everyone could be like Bill Belichick. Kirk Cousins could come in, you know, eight and one, because I think he's six and one or whatever six it is and right, one now. right now. Yeah. So he could come in nine and one, whatever the record, how it would line up. And I'm not worried about it because he's just no. not that guy. And Bill will be like, yeah. You thought he was open, but he wasn't. No, and I know that I understand how good Justin Jefferson is, but it's yeah. like they, like there, there's but, obviously something holding them back because yeah. like they, it just I don't like they're that team that like they're, they're always going to be good, they're always going to be in it, but they're not going to get over the hump. And I think that's Kirk Cousins. I think Kirk Cousins looks like Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Shout out to Skip Bayless, and this yep. is in, and I, I think I think that's an easy, not an easy game, but I think that's a win. I think, I think so. Good. Justin, like oh. you said, Justin Jefferson's the scariest part of that offense. And yeah, you know, I have full, full confidence that Jack Jones I mean, will figure out Justin Jefferson's favorite fast food place and he'll break into it the night before and completely get into his head. Justin Jefferson will have no clue what's going on. He'll be upset that all his orders were taken the night be before. Distraught. Yep. Just yep. distraught. He's like, really? You broke into Popeye's? How fucking dare you? And then, boom, he, he catches one for three, and the Patriots win 24-7. Yeah. Oh, 24-7 be awesome on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Right. But that, and then and then the, the, the last six games for the Patriots are gonna be are gonna be big. Like I said, Bills, Cardinals, Raiders, Bengals, Dolphins, Bills. Those are those are gonna be some good games. Bookended by the Bills there, but Yep. That's down the line. Um, we'll see how the Patriots look going that, how all these other teams look and everything. But um, I think right now, confidently, we can say that this was a thousand percent more of a happier podcast than it was uh, than it was last week. Um, Patriots beat the Jets. Everything was right. Like we said, that you did what you had to do. You took care of business. You made Zach Wilson see ghosts. Um, I got, I'm, I'm pumped. I can't wait for that. I can't wait. 
<laughs> God, I can't wait for next week. Um, I yeah. have no more closing thoughts. Do you have any parting words for the people before we leave? Bad day to be an indie fan, baby. Bad week to be an indie fan because I can yeah. just see it now. All the, the days of Peyton Manning and Tom Brady are gone. Now you got Mac Jones, skull fucking Sam Ellinger or, yeah. or, or whatever the hell. Going to be another couple of years. Actually, get used to who the backup quarterback is because Judon is going to knock Ellinger's ass out of his <laughs> Yeah, That's what's going to happen. By the way, the Colts quarterback luck has been going. The backup will probably be out at some point too, and they'll need a third string. It's just exactly. a dumpster fire. Exactly. We'll just throw Brian Hoyer over there, concuss Brian Hoyer, and just see what happens. Yeah, so. you guys can have him. <laughs> um, so for Liam McDade, I'm Mike Sullivan. This was episode 55 of Tuck Rule Takes coming off of a Jets win. Big win against the Jets going into the Colts next week. Should be another win. Um, get ready. Going to be a good one. Uh, Matt Judon's my game breaker. You have Devontae Parker as your game yep. breaker, who is healthy. He was. That was one little thing. He did leave the Jets game. A yeah. uh, little knee injury. He's he's good to go. So yeah, do not I worry. That. I looked I it up before I said coming. that, too. I was like, oh, yeah, he did leave with an injury. Like, I was nah, going to say Kendrick it. Bourne, and I was like, yeah, I'm not that much of a gambler. Kendrick, yeah, well, let's let's see if Kendrick Bourne, you know, has more than a couple catches a game. And then yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. Um, but like I said, Liam McDade, Mike Sullivan, Tuck Rule Takes, episode 55. We are out. Sweet. Baby.